Hi everybody, welcome back to JC's Creek. My name's Emily, and today we are doing Season 2, Episode 8, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. And this came out on November 24th, 1999. If you would like to get in contact with me at any point of this episode, which it would be on Instagram, that's Winter and Potter, on TikTok, that's Pacey and Joey, and on the YouTube channel, that's JC's Creek Podcast. And without further ado, let's get into it. So, the first scene that we have is Pacey. And I will say that this episode is not based off of Pacey or Joey. It's kind of based off of, like, Jen and how her life is when her mom comes. So, that's kind of where this episode is. However, it does involve Pacey, and obviously, it would involve Joey. And that's one of my favorite parts about doing this podcast, is kind of, like, Pacey and Joey's scenes are almost always back-to-back, and that's my favorite part of the whole, like, show. It's, like, if you want one, like, scene, you'll see another, like, a next scene. It will be a Pacey or a Joey, and it's just, it's pretty fun to watch. So then we have, so first we have scene one of Pacey. So they're inside the local store, a.k.a. Jen and Pacey, and they're shopping for items for the Thanksgiving dinner. And Jen says, uh, don't let me forget the cream onions. And I agree with Pacey when he says, ooh, no. Mm. And Jen says, what's the matter? You don't like cream onions? And Pacey says, no, they creep me out. I'm dead serious. Just the thought of them makes me sick to my stomach. And Jen says, okay, Pacey, how about this? I promise to keep all offering vegetables out of your line of sight time. Good times. Oh, good? And Pacey says, you know, Jen, when I suggested that we hook up today, this is not exactly what I had in mind. So, if you missed last episode, <laughs> Jen and Pacey decided that it would be a great idea to have no contact in love, but however, make out. <laughs> and that's what Pacey was like, um, when I suggest that we make out, this right here was not what I had in mind. And so, Jen says, believe me, Pacey, I know, but unfortunately, Graham's Thanksgiving feast takes per of our being with our burdening sex life and Pacey says correct me if I'm wrong but we don't actually have a sex life yet do we and Jen says what and you don't think that's my anything that's my fault and Pacey says uh yeah I do actually that's your fault and Jen says I'm sorry Pacey but I just find it difficult to watch you paw at me and she laughs and <laughs> Pacey's reaction to any of this like I said last episode He's in his number one face, which is his sex face, where he always thinks about sex, and that's just how it is. And obviously, there's some insecurities along that's number two, and number three is where he's all, like, lovey-dovey. And I don't know, like, in this scene, we kind of see, like, I remember the first time I saw this scene, I was like, hmm, I don't know how I feel about this. Like, that was my reaction. I'm like... When I first watched, I mean, first, first, and I didn't know that Joey and Pacey were really going to end up together, I was like, so do they date? And I was so confused. And so, Pacey says, foreplay is no laughing matter. How do you expect a guy to do his best works in the face of this gold desert? And Jen says, it's just that we're friends, right? And seeing as we are friends, but we're friends that do do that. It's going to take a little time getting used to. 
Although maybe we could find a moment later. And Pacey says, I can't. I think I have to go to my parents for Thanksgiving. And Jen says, okay. And Pacey says, I'm sorry, I have to. I just figure it's the right thing to do, seeing as they brought me into the world and all. And <laughs> he does not sound happy about this at all. And even Jen's like, geez, he sounds so happy. And Pacey says, well, it's a joyous occasion. Just imagine it. The Witter Woman slaying over a hot stove all day just to be told that the butter ball is too dry. And this is coming from a guy who's been sitting in his desserts all day getting drunk and watching football. And Jen says, well, even the desperate cream onions. You gotta love Grams for her offering an, an altitude. Um, and Pacey says, I do. Speaking of... You know, you never told me who who else is coming. And Jen says, don't worry, Pacey. Andy politely declined the invitation. Pacey says, hey, I wasn't going there. And Jen says, please, I think that she's making dinner for Jack and her, her dad tonight. And Pacey says, sounds nice. It's good for her to have a family at Thanksgiving. And Jen says, come here. And she gives him a hug. And Pacey, Pacey just like, kind of like, smells her which I'm like okay basically that's kind of typical of him and right now he's in his coffee dubby phase and he says good lord do you smell good and I guess that was supposed to turn Jen on and I feel like Jen would do the same thing that I would do in this situation where she just snorts and Pacey goes what was that and Jen was like laughing and Pacey says oh come on and Jen says I'm sorry I'm so sorry and to me this is one of the fav my favorite scenes because it's just so plain funny like there is nothing else but this scene just makes me laugh so then we have the next scene which is scene one of Joey and this scene is where Joey's in the Potter kitchen, and Joey and Bessie are talking about cooking, and Bessie says, I'm so stupid, and Joey says, what, and Pacey says, oh my god, I totally forgot, I forgot that you, that you know, I forgot that thing that goes inside the bird, and he, she's like, what's that called, and Joey says, the God's lip bag, and Bessie goes, yeah, and Joey says, oh, yuck, I swear. I mean, if Mom were still alive, she probably would have her home cooking show on the Food Network by now. And look at us. And in one of the chapters, The Man to Hold, I've talked about this a couple of times. Pacey, uh, like, she was like, Joey was making some type of, I want to say it was like beef or something in that fan fiction. And she was like, she burned it. And Pacey walked in, and she's like, he was like, your family owned a restaurant. How do you not know how to cook? And that was just so funny to me. And it kind of reminds me of that when I look at this. And Bessie says, the truth is, I'm glad we're having Thanksgiving at the Ryans. And Joey says, me too. I don't know, maybe it's just the holidays, but I feel like any minute she's just going to come walking through the door out of the kitchen, everyone. And... I love how Bessie and Joey, like, they have, like, this special bond where they remember their mother, and holidays are always hard when you don't have, like, a certain family member, and you can just tell that's how Bessie and Joey are in this moment, so I feel like they needed, like, Graham's dinner to get through everything, and I'm really happy that Mrs. Ryan did that. So then we have scene two of Pacey, and... 
He's outside of Graham's house, and Pacey is riding up on his bike when Jack and Andy arrive. And Jack says, hey Pacey, happy Thanksgiving. And Pacey says, yeah, you too, man, happy Thanksgiving. And he goes, happy Thanksgiving, Andy. And Andy says, you too, Pacey. And Pacey says, I, uh, I thought you were spending the afternoon with your dad. Jack says, well, uh, plan A. But he got stuck in Chicago. Any other dad would have the plane, train, and automobile. Anything to see their kids, but not Joseph McPhee. And Andy says, you know what, Jack? I'm sure he did everything that he could. And Pacey's like, okay, well, I'm just going to ask Andy a question. What'd you bring, Andy? And Andy says, apple pie. And Jack says, yeah, she made it herself. And Pacey says, yeah, it looks amazing. And Jack's like, uh, what did you bring? And Pacey's like, um, it's cranberry sauce. In a can. <laughs> and he just kind of like laughs nervously. It just makes me laugh how awkward he seems. Like, Andy has like this whole apple pie. And Pacey's like, I brought cranberry sauce at least. And... Pacey says, lame on the, little on the lame side, I know, but it's the extreme Cronin expense. And Jack says, don't knock on cranberry sauce. I mean, it's the backbone of any good Thanksgiving. That's what my dad says. And Pacey says, yeah, I know. So how you been, Andy? And Andy says, me? Fine. Why do you ask? And <laughs> she looks so alarmed, like he was just trying to make conversation. And Pacey says, well, it's been a while since you and I touched base. I just wanted to check in and see how you're doing. And Andy says, ha ha, okay, can someone else please tell me why you guys always do that? I mean, you want to be a nice, polite friend after the breakup. You know what, Pacey? You made the decision. So at least you have the strength to believe in your consequences. Like, dang, girl. Like, he was just asking how she was doing, which... First of all, me too, like, I still run away from my ex after, like, a year of, like, us being break up, like, broken up and stuff, but I'm like, mm, like, I feel like I would say this to him, but at the same time, I probably have, I mean, I was the girl who donated, like, a sweatshirt to Goodwill to prove a point, so, I mean, at the same time, like, what the heck, like, Pacey he, did nothing wrong, in my opinion, like, he was like, hey, this isn't gonna work out, like, you're asking me how I'm doing, because you're trying to be a nice guy, like, let it go, Andy. You could walk inside. And Pacey says, you're right. Um, you're absolutely right. Um, listen, Jack, I think I'm gonna mosey, you know? I'm just gonna get my stop, second stop on my Cape Side tour of Thanksgiving. And Andy realized that he's gonna, that he's gonna leave. And Andy says, no, no, you know what? We were the ones who came last minute, so really, we should be the ones, too. And Pacey says, no, Andy, I wouldn't do that. And Andy says, I should be the one to leave. And Jack says, you're not going anywhere and neither are you, okay? It's Thanksgiving. Now, it was pretty cool of, of Grams to host this group of misfits. If you two can't get over your history for a couple of hours and enjoy a company of friends, you should be eating, <laughs> eating a TV dinner under a bare light, okay? So get over yourself. He's like, God. And I thought it was awkward to see, like, Pacey and Andy fight over this, but I love how Jack is like, just just get over it. Like, Jack is like, what do you think? He's just like, you get over yourself, and you get over yourself, and just walk in, because Grams is doing nice today. Like, she's doing something actually nice, and you two are ruining it. So then we see scene one of Pacey and Joey. And so, they're outside, and Joey, Bessie, Mitch, Gail, and Dawson arrive. 
and Gail says, look who's, look who's here. Look at this guy. Alexander, you're so big. Happy Thanksgiving. And Betsy says, happy Thanksgiving. And Joey says, happy Thanksgiving. And Gail was like, screw you guys. I'm still talking to the baby here. And she says, you're getting so handsome. And Joey says, it's weird to see your parents here together. She's talking to Dawson. And she says, they seem so to be getting so long. And Dawson says, so it would appear. Which, he knows that they're not getting along. And so, Graham says, Hi everybody, happy Thanksgiving, come on in. And Jen says, alright everybody, coats. And we see Pacey behind Joey talking to Mitch. So, I feel like it was kind of like one of those intro things. So, then we have scene two of Pacey, or Joey. And so, this scene goes... So this thing goes on where they're in Graham's kitchen, and Graham's is there, and Joey and Dawson enter, and Jen follows shortly behind, and Joey says, Is there anything I can, we can do to help you, Mrs. Ryan? And Graham's replies back with, Pray. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, okay, alright, alright, Graham's. And Jen says, Got anything in particular? Like, I love the humor in this. And Graham says, General prayer would be fine. And Dawson says, Jen? And Jen says, hey. And Dawson says, rumor has it your mom's in town. And Jen says, yeah. And Dawson says, are we going to get a, a chance to meet her? And Jen says, um, I would love if you met her, but it, um, it seems there's a little failure com of communication right now. She's currently pre prepping in the mirror. And Graham says, I'm sure she'll be down shortly. And Dawson says, did you know she was coming? And Jen says, now, Dawson says, hmm, big surprise, and Jen says, Gloria style. It seems my mom has graduated of the home chief mom's school of parenting. And Dawson says, is she here for uh, some reason other than Thanksgiving? Any news on the home front? And Jen says, what, you mean she's begging for my return family fold? I don't think so. And Dawson says, what do, what do you want to tell her? I mean, it's been such a long time. She knows what you mean. And Dawson keeps going on about how he's sure that that Chen's mom missed her and all this different kind of stuff. And then we hear, like, Joey kind of, like, looks a little bit uncomfortable about all this. And then finally, Joey says, Jen, um, we're all strangers to our parents. I mean, they love us, but they don't really know us. And sometimes, but before we... Um, get the chance to know them they're gone and so we can't ask them all those questions we want to know about tulips or turkey glazes you know that's what they're like they when they were young and so I feel like Joey was right in this kind of way like she was just reminding Jen that she can't like always be like upset about something because at the same time one day they're just gonna be gone and you can't ask those questions like you can't like today I was asking my dad hey do you have a senior year book um because I want to see what you look like when you were younger hey like dad do you, like I listened to his podcast and it reminded me of you hey dad you want to hear this joke because it reminded me of you and it was like little things like that that I know one day I will miss so dearly and I know I feel like a little kid saying all those different kind of things, but at the same time, like, it means the world to me to be able to talk to my dad like that. And so I know when Joey is, but 
I know how Joey feels because at the same time, like, I can't ask my mom all those questions. Not because she's, like, passed away or anything, but because she's not in my life. And if I do ask those questions, it's a little bit awkward because I'm like, oh, hi, um, I don't really know you because you're a complete stranger, but well, what was your senior year like? What was this like? What was that that, like, and she probably wouldn't give me the same answer as my dad because she doesn't really know us. Um, like my brother and I and she doesn't she's complete stranger to me so I know how Joey feels in that aspect and Jen apologizes and Joey says it's okay and Jen says no I I am totally and Jen said Joey says no look what I'm trying to say is why don't you give her a chance she's your mom and um the, the reality is you know that she came here to talk to you and she wants to be with you and I think you owe her that much. And I think Joey was very right because it was kind of like Jen just needed like an eye opener and Joey was that person. So then we have scene two of Pacey and Joey. And so there is like Grimm's porch and Andy is watching Pacey and Jack set up the table and Joey comes out. And Joey says, it's getting easier, you know. And Andy says, but it gets easier, you know. And Andy asks, what does? And Joey says, being in the same room with him. And it cuts to Jack and Pacey. And Pacey says, does she ever ask about me? And Jack says, what do you think? Pacey says, I'm thinking she probably hates me right about now. And Jack says, uh, only other, every other day. And it cuts back to Andy and Joey. Where Joey says, Andy, as a veteran of multiple breakups with the same boy, you only had two breakups with the same boy, but okay. <laughs> she says, I know what you've been going through. And I just wanted to let you know that the dark nights will pass eventually. And you will have peace. And Andy says, wish I could believe you, Joey. Because sometimes it's unbearable. And it's just like this feeling of uncomfortable in your own skin. And I like to have, keep busy because if I stop... Even for a minute, all I can think about is how badly I hurt him and how badly I got hurt. And then it cuts to Pacey and Jack, where Jack says, Well, if it's no judgment, it me it's a fact, I mean, you broke my sister's heart. And Pacey's like, she broke mine. And pa Jack says, okay, so imagine how much pain she's in. And Jack is trying to, like, remind Pacey of how much pain Andy's in. And Pacey's like, think about how much pain I'm in. And he's like exactly that's how much my sister's in pain and so then it cuts back to andy and joey where andy says so you guys have gotten pretty good friends lately and joey says yeah i mean pacey's a doofus but you know he has his moments and andy says so does he talk about me and joey says not really andy you know pacey i mean if it came to with this clutter clever quits about something he's got sense the way he feels about you, he keeps that close to his heart. It's really precious to him, Andy. Which, I know, I like how Joey says that because it's like she knows Pacey in a certain way. Like, she knows that Pacey would never talk about that like kind of thing with her. But at the same time, I love how Andy just knows that they're close because obviously with a couple episodes back... But it, I love how she calls him like a doofus. Like he's a doofus sometimes, but he can have his moments. So I feel like with the number three that I was talking about where he's all lovey-dovey and all this different kind of stuff, it's more like Pacey is just so, like he's very romantic in a sense, but 
like the people that he loves, he keeps it close to his heart. And so I love the, again, I love the part where Joey says, as a person who has been through multiple breakups, I will say it does get easier. <laughs> She's like, with the same boy. But I'm like, um, you only broke up with Dawson, like, twice. Girl, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, that's what I feel like. Uh, am I supposed to feel an emotional connection right here? Because right now I don't. And so for Pacey and Andy, I kind of feel bad for them because it's just kind of like a typical breakup. But does she talk about me? Does he talk about me? And then like all together, but at the same time, like it's really just the fact that you just need to get over each other. So then we have the next scene where all of them, including Pacey and Joey, are sitting around the table and Grams gets up and gets everyone's attention by tapping on the glass and Grams says, and now my favorite, a favorite part of the meal, shall we all stand and join hands? Dawson Larry, would you begin? And Dawson says, uh, sure. I would like to, t to give thanks for wonderful food that is on our table. And Pacey says, indeed. And all says, hear, hear. And Mitch, <laughs> Mitch says, great cranberries. It was literally just a can of cranberries that Pacey brought. Which, I don't know. Like, I feel like they should have made Pacey more of a cook. Because later he does become a cook. And I'm like, they sh like right now he's just eating cranberries. And later he's going to be a whole chef. So, we have to start somewhere, don't we? And so, Dawson laughs at his dad and says, um, I would like to give thanks for the opportunity to gather with my friends and family and family, whose best of all words are in the same of mine. And Pacey says, well, I think I like to pass all my thanks along to the ladies of the Ryan Brood, who made an outstanding meal in an afternoon of peace. Both of which is lacking from the noisy, dysfunctional family feast I'll be having in about 45 minutes. Only Pacey, only Pacey would make that speech in like a prayer or like a little like gathering around. He's like, thank you, Mrs. Ryan, for letting me have this moment of peace in my life because in about 45 minutes, that would not be happening. And I just, I just love that part because we can just, like it makes me laugh almost every single time I like watch that scene. And so Andy says, First of all, I'd like to thank Miss Bryan for her kindness and for welcoming me into her home at last minute. And Graham says, of course, dear. And Ada says, I guess what I'm most thankful for is friends. All of you around this table have helped me in so many ways that you'll never know. And without you, I'd be lost. And Jack says, uh, I like to give thanks for the kind of people that take strains into their life. And the kind to people who it doesn't matter whether or not you're family. Just that you have a home. And so in a way, like, this is my thought in this. I'm like, do people actually do this? Because I don't. <laughs> like, we just eat. <laughs> We're like, hey, how's it going? Oh, your life's doing good? Okay, eat. <laughs> like, that's what my life is. I'm like, is there ham? <laughs> like, that's that's my process. But, like, I try to eat, like, I try to fill up my plate, and then I look over at my brother, and his plate is, like, completely full, and I'm like, dang. Okay, then. <laughs> That's how my Thanksgiving normally goes. And fun fact, when I first watched this episode, it was actually Thanksgiving. And so Joey says, it's my turn. I kind of pe I kind of person to whom it doesn't matter whether or not you're family. Just that you were home. Oh, sorry. 
<laughs> I wrote that completely wrong. So Joey says, it's my turn. I guess, um, I guess I would like to give thanks to all the people we love who aren't necessarily with us today. For whatever reason, just because they're not here doesn't mean we love them any less. And Grams is not an artist. And she goes, it's your turn, Jennifer. And Jen says, let me think. We'll all be keeping in with the theme. I guess I like to give thanks for second chances. For the opportunity to try to build, rebuild bridges that were once repaired and promise for many more Thanksgivings. And Graham says, that was lovely, dear. And Miss Liz Lumley, like, excuses herself. And Jen says, Graham's I'll go. Which I'm like, uh, why'd you run away? But okay. So, I love the part where, obviously, Pacey and Joey are dealing with the same thing. And it's the fact that Pacey is dealing with his family and how dysfunctional they are. And Joey's dealing with the fact that she doesn't have a mom and dad during Thanksgiving. And it is hard for her. Because somebody, like, kind of ruined that for her at the same time, but not really. And so, like, for this, they're both dealing with the same thing. It's just two separate things. And it's hard. It's, like, kind of a hard Thanksgiving for them. And so then we have scene three of Joey, where they're at the like at another table. Bessie is standing with Alexander, and she's getting ready to go when Dawson comes up to them, and Bessie says, "Well, he had it. It's definitely time for us to go." And Joey says, "I'm gonna say goodbye to everybody." And Bessie says, "Oh, just us, not you. You stay and be with your friends." And Dawson says, "Hi, Bessie. Are you leaving?" And Bessie says, "Oh yeah." And Dawson says, "Hey, Joe." And Joey says, hey, I, so I saw you had a luck with your parents over there. Um, what's going on with them? And Dawson says, I, I was seeing the final of the Mitch and the Gale saga. And Joey's like, what do you mean? And Dawson says, the divorce is final. The Learys at Cape Side are officially finished as a family. And Joey says, you know how, you know how sorry I am. And Dawson says, I know. And Joey says, so what do you think? What what did you do when you told them? And Dawson says, I really let them have it this time. I looked them both in the eye and I said, congratulations. And Joey says, good for you, Dawson. And Dawson says, but you know, I figured I figured after a year of but ending and a decision is a good decision, right? And Joey says, mm-hmm. And Dawson says, besides, the only house we ever have here, we made it ourselves. And Joey says, I know what you mean. And Dawson says, so, do we actually have to cut loose tonight? Yeah, after all, teenagers, willing to destruction ways. And Joey says, what did you have in mind? And Dawson says, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. Or maybe we could just sit right here and have a mind-blowing three-hour conversation. So again, like... Sometimes the episodes act like Pacey and Joey, or not Pacey and Joey, Dawson and Joey like each other, but in other episodes, they don't. Like, last episode, they basically hated each other, and they were, like, getting on each other's nerves because one person loved each other while the other person didn't. And it's just kind of weird to me, like, we don't even act like that happens now. So then we have the next scene of Pacey, where Pacey is being dragged out by Jen. And Jen says, come on, come here. And Pacey's like, uh, where are we going? And Jen says, to garden shed to play in the pro plotting spot. 
And Pacey's like, did I miss something here? And Jen says, no, we agreed to be available at moment notice. Besides, don't you like getting dirty? And Pacey says, I, I do, but you see, I don't want to sound like a prude here, Jen, but I actually, I really can't do this right now. And Jen says, come on, Pacey, I said that without certainty that there was no giggling right now. And Pacey says, you, you, uh, just need to find cabin, like, I need a moment to catch up. And Jen says, Pacey, our arrangement presents any source of emotional foreplay. And Pacey says, yes, it does, which in a sense also precludes the idea of angry sex. Now, you're going to tell me what happened back there with your mom? And Jen says nothing, okay? Long story short, like mother, like daughter. Seems that I'm not the only girl in the Lindley family who can't say no. And Pacey says, well, wake up and smile the same to you, mom. And Jen says, my scent sentimental exactly i plan to file under i wish i never knew and pacey says i won't be so hasty and joan says what pacey and pacey says for what it's worth as a guy who just gone this myself what happened to you is a divining moment when you come to see your parents as human beings with their own problems it's oddly kind of liberating liberating when you realize they're the they're way more messed up than you are it's more of it's not worth your time or energy on it desperating them for you. So I think this goes back to season two, episode 22, where Pacey and his dad, like, had that moment where they had, like, fought and had to deal with their, like, what they were, like, how, like, father and son were together. And I feel like it was one of those episodes where Pacey and his dad never really changed, but at the same time, I feel like Pacey gained, like, some type of something from his dad that he never knew he had, and so this is where now it comes where he's like, it's not worth your time fighting over your mom, because when you realize that your mom is human, it comes in a whole different way, and so obviously Jim will take that to heart as she wants to, but he was like, this is a moment that you're never going to forget because as hard as it is right now, it's not worth your energy and it's not worth your time. And I love how Pacey says that because he doesn't take, like, he doesn't take her and go, oh yeah, like, we should have sex. He, like, stops her. He knows that this is going to, like, be it. And he's like, I don't want to sound like a prude, but we can't do this because you're angry. And she's like, but you told me that you were going to be here every single, like, time. And he was like, yeah, but angry sex, not it. Like, this, this can't happen. And I just love how he really, like, tells her no because he doesn't want her to get hurt later. And that's one of the reasons why Pacey Wooder is one of my favorite characters. Because he knows, like, when a woman is upset, she shouldn't have sex. And he doesn't want to take advantage of her and her emotions. Which I also feel like he did a good job with that with Andy too. Like he just never wanted to take advantage of someone who didn't want to do it with him. And we can just ignore season one with Miss Jacobs. So then we have scene four of Pacey. And a little later Pacey is riding his bike because he went home. And he's coming back and it's nighttime, Where Jen is walking to the group around the fire. And Jen says, Pacey, what are you doing here? And Pacey says, uh, I couldn't do it. You know, I got to the front door and I thought to myself, what the hell am I doing here? I mean, honestly, who would rather spend my time with with my family who thinks I'm an idiot or my friends who thinks I'm an idiot? And Jen laughs and says, well, I'm glad you're here. 
Pacey says, yeah, that's no hard feelings for this afternoon. And Jen says, except for the other embarrassment, no. I'm sorry about what happened. And Pacey says, sorry, there's no need to apologize. I know it may be hard for you, but not every day that a beautiful woman throws herself at me. Which I do love that Pacey says that to like make her feel better. And again, it's one of those moments where he just knew like, yeah, like she was like throwing himself on her and that kind of stuff. But for him, it was just one of those moments where you could like tell that Pacey generally just did not want Joey to regret it. And... And Jen says, and thank you. And Pacey says, for what? And Jen says, contract above and beyond. And Pacey says, uh, it was nothing. And Jen says, Pacey, you're a 16-year-old boy. That must take in some superhuman restraint. And Pacey says, oh, Jen, you have no idea. <laughs> That's, it's just like one of those funny moments where you could just tell that Jen and Pacey were really meant to be friends. And Jen needed Pacey in that moment, and I feel like it was a very good moment between them two. So then we have the next scene with Pacey and Joey. This is scene four, and it's the last scene. So we are around the bonfire, and all of them, like Pacey, Andy, Dawson, Jen, Joey, Jack, they're all on the like the like the bonfire. And Pacey walks up to Andy and uh, like who is sitting like down and he has like an empty spot and he asks if the seat is taken. And she says it is now. And Dawson says, you know what I was thinking? It's kind of been a while, you know, since we all ended up in the same spot together. I must say it is nice. And Jen says, you know, Dawson, you're right. I feel like I'm in the middle of Charlie Brown Thanksgiving special. Which I, I love when Jen says that. Like, that is an iconic line. And Andy says, of course, uh, oh, I love that one. That's where they're eating all the ping pong table, but they but they keep collapsing and they end up making popcorn. And Joey says, yeah, well, I think the group hug is a, is a little premature, however. I'm sure we'll find a way to be a strawberry in no time. And Dawson says, well, before we do... I would like to say that the world where people who who raised to end up letting letting you down, it's an honor and privilege to have you guys turn out. And Jay says, I can't wait for the Oscar speech. I mean, there's going to be no dry eyes in this house. So that is the end of this episode. However, I do like how Joey and Dawson were not like, are we lovers? Are we not brothers? Oh, we love each other. Oh, we don't love each other. Like, I'm glad that wasn't, like, from last episode. It was just repetitively. And I'm like, is this episode going to end? However, I do love how Joey was dealing with her own thing, like I said. With her parents and how everything was going. And there was, like, a little, like, scene where Andy asked Joey, like, how Pacey's doing, that kind of stuff. And she calls him a doofus. That's still my favorite part of this episode. And lastly, I do love how Pacey just knows, like, yeah, Andy and him are going to take a long time to not love each other again like they were once were. However, it was one of those moments where he didn't take advantage of Jen because he was feeling bad about Andy or his family. He let Andy or Jen process his emotions just like he let Andy process her emotions and he didn't back down just because Andy did not want him. And I feel like this episode, it really showed how mature Joey and Pacey can be at the moment. 
And so I'm really excited for next episode because that one is for detangle, for detango. So we're gonna catch that next time. So if you like this episode, please make sure to subscribe on the YouTube channel. That's Jace's Creek Podcast, where I post every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. There's also other platforms that you can listen to, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Make sure to review this podcast with kind words, please, only. Make sure you comment, subscribe, share, whatever you need to do. And also, you can catch every episode again on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. I would love to hear your thoughts on Instagram. That's Glitter and Potter. And my TikTok is Pacey and Joey. I hope to see you guys again Friday and Saturday and Sunday. I love hearing your guys' thoughts, so please, 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 please make sure to comment down below. Bye, guys.